anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me today on a lovely Wednesday afternoon is the one and only Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's up, man? Nothing much. How's it going? It's been an uh, interesting week so far. Yeah, you know me. I can't complain. <laughs> um everything's good everything's okay on my end um a lot better this week than than the previous one uh the the owners here just got back last night they said the yard looked great so i'm pretty pretty happy i didn't kill any other fucking plants thank god big fucking garden here man a lot of a lot of the most responsibility i think i've had in a really long time So keeping uh, plants alive shouldn't be that difficult, but yeah, you know, it's just weird. Like, I think they gave me some weird instruct, like some some things they wanted watered every day. And I just think that was way too much. And so I was doing it every day for a while and then they weren't looking so good. And I, I kind of had to get a feel for each plant and some of them are in the ground. Some of them are in pots. It's fucking hot as hell here. Every once in a while it would rain. That would throw off the fucking schedule. And then this cleaning lady would come once a week and just water the shit out of ev- like overwater everything. <laughs> and I was like, one day I remember I was like, I, I think I'm overwatering a little bit. I'm going to back off for a couple days. And then like that afternoon it rained. And then the next day she came and watered everything. I was like, oh God, she's going to kill all these fucking plants and I'm going to get blamed for it. But, uh, that's one of those things that people don't realize is there is such a thing as overwatering plants like you you can actively kill your plant by overwatering it just yeah. as easily as you can kill it by underwatering it so. yeah actually i think i'd probably err on the side of underwatering because like you yeah you basically suffocate it and the roots die if you put too much water in it if you're underwatering it i feel like they bounce back pretty quickly but if you overwater it for too long it's it's over so um yeah learning a lot about foliage the last couple of months <laughs> um but yeah everything's uh everything's good over here i'll probably be i got like one more week here and then i'm gonna go back to pv for a couple weeks see how that goes see if i survive that and you've been, um you've been gone long enough you should be able to fly under the radar i hope so <laughs> and then yeah and then on june 20th i'm shooting off to europe little europe trip i think i mentioned that on the last episode so i'm going to be over in uh, switzerland for a couple days but that's just basically because that's where the the flight was the the cheapest and then i'm going to work my way down through some of italy and shoot over to the greek islands 
So I'll be broadcasting from the other side of the world, across the pond over there for about a month. But um, yeah, we're going to have to work on the schedule. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to work that out. I also have an interview that I'm going to do, I think, for the um, expat money show that's coming up. Yeah, they asked me to be on that. So I think I'm going to record that sometime in June when I'm back in in PV. And then we'll we'll save that for one of my travel days because it's going to be it's going to be quite a bit of traveling. So working out the schedule might be a little uh, a little difficult, but we'll uh, we'll get it going. It'll be a good time. And uh, should eat a lot of good food, drink a lot of wine, sun myself a while, sit in the shade, and uh, come back ready to ready to rock in uh, in the middle of July. So, living the dream. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. And uh, what do we got? I guess that's a long enough wind up. What do we got on the docket for today? What should we start with? I, I was gonna say, speaking of living the dream. Um, the uh, founders of Black Lives Matter have been living the dream, even though the uh, the organization itself is about to go bankrupt. They ran an $8.5 million deficit last year. Um, their accounts have fallen by almost $10 million as of the most recent tax filing. Uh, it probably doesn't help that the founder bought a $6.1 million mansion in California last year or that they've also spent money on three other multi-million dollar properties, none of which are actually being used by Black Lives Matter itself. They're they're all for the, the founders of, of the organization. And, and it doesn't help that I don't think any of the money that's been raised for the organization actually goes to any causes. It just goes into the pockets of the people in charge. Wait, so yeah, I, I'm reading this, uh, this article. I, I don't understand how you lose... 961,000 on a sale of 172,000 in securities. Um, this is, yeah, <laughs> a great example of, you know, I talk about this all the time when, uh, particularly when we get into the whole reparations discussion, uh, giving people a bunch of money that don't know how to fucking handle it, they're going to be bankrupt in a short amount of time. And the money's just going to flow right back to the people that know how to fucking earn it and know how to keep it and know how to um, multiply it. Th this is a, a, just a tremendous example of that. And then also how to not get fucking scammed by these bullshit organizations. I mean, anybody that thought that this was a legitimate fucking thing, a legitimate charity, a legitimate organization, a legitimate movement. I have a bridge over Brooklyn to sell you. I mean, this was so obvious bullshit from the very fucking beginning. And man, so many people got fleeced and you fucking deserve what you get. You pissed away fucking how much money did they get? At what was it? 90 million or something. And uh, between July 1st of 2020 and June 30th of 2021, the organization reported donations of nearly th uh, 77 million and assets around 42 million. Uh, and then in from July 1st of 2021 through June 30th of 2022, they got donations of 9.3 million and had assets of about 30 million. So, yeah, um, that that so about yeah, what's that 80 86 million, give or take, um, in donations in a couple of years. And dude, within uh, three years of them getting that, 
it's gone. They're bankrupt. They've blown it all. Um, they fleeced a good portion of the American people. Yeah, I remember when they were when the riots of 2020 were going. I mean, the you know, um, the peaceful gatherings of 2020 that just happened to burn down a bunch of cities and kill people. I remember I was in the car uh, with a friend of mine, and she was like getting pressured by like her black friends to be like. Oh, like which which protest, which march are you going to? And she was like, I don't know how to answer this. I was like, tell them the fuck off. You're not going to fucking uh, terrorize some city. Um, this is just such bullshit. People felt fucking pressured. All this white guilt that uh, we've had hammered up our ass by the fucking corporate press and the, um, you know, the, this white supremacist country that we live in. Uh, wow, it, it's just. A stunning example of everything that we've warned about is coming to fruition once again. Um, couldn't happen to a greater organization, a more divisive, more fucking full of shit organization that pushes bullshit propaganda, bullshit narratives, ruins people's lives, both within the, the Black Lives Matter movement, these people that they have just uh, convinced of victimhood and have stolen any sort of motivation they would have to get themselves a better life. And then, of course, all the lives that they ruined when they were peacefully protesting. Yeah. Like the the founders and the board of the company, uh, the one of the founders' brothers got paid $1.6 million for professional services. Uh, they were and were paying the – and Black Lives Matter was paying – his employees over one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Uh, the board, the secretary for Black Lives Matter, uh, got like a, a whole bunch of money. They they've got other organizations that um, are were founded by family members of members of the board that were paid millions of dollars for consulting services. Uh, like, is it it the whole? fucking thing is a racket they said and they have even said that they didn't know uh they weren't prepared for the influx of money and they didn't know what to do with it they supposedly they invested like 32 million in stocks and that's just all gone i i mean i know it's been i know i know it's been a rough year for stocks but there's no way that's just all gone like no just, not if they not if they bought it in 2020 i mean <laughs> there was a huge dip there to take advantage of that's like it just it, none did of they, it. Did up. they buy Tesla at the highs? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're this is what happens when you just give people like you just give them money. Let, let's give it, let's give everyone five million dollars and see how long it takes them to piss it away. Uh it, it's unbelievable. And yeah, what a fucking racket. These people are fucking the scum of the earth to uh just take advantage of uh unsuspecting people like this, but you know. It's a sucker born every minute. And uh, I forget what where the quote was. I remember it from Rounders, but it's immoral to let a sucker keep his money. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, if you were dumb enough to give these fucking charlatans money, I don't feel bad for you. But learn your fucking lesson. Because you they did nothing productive with this money. Nothing um, to move whatever, whatever the Black Lives Matter movement claims to be about. They did Zilch. 
nothing with this money for that movement. It was all just to fucking enrich themselves and their family members. So congratulations, you fucking idiots. When when they're like talking about all of this stuff and all of this like racial justice and stuff like that, like all they're doing is talking. They're not actually putting any of this money towards anything. Like there were uh it was, you know, the Colin Kaepernick thing was this big like talking point back, you know, whenever he was getting his rise to fame for for taking a knee on the sideline. The thing that got ignored was the fact that there were actually um like Doug Baldwin and I'm trying to remember the guy in Philly players in some of the um ha ha Clinton dicks in in Green Bay. Like they were going and spending time with police officers and like doing ride-alongs and talking about the way that police enforcement and stuff was being handled and like helping bring some community involvement to the police force, like getting, getting them out, meeting people, getting the community to come and like talk to the police officers and, and actually make changes and stuff. Black Lives Matter didn't have anything to do with any of that stuff. They never did anything to actually make a change. They never did anything. They, they were big on supporting Colin Kaepernick for like, accomplishing absolutely nothing with all of his protests and everything that he did but the the actual organizations and the people that were out there like making real change and making an effort to actually get something done and bring positive awareness to situations that were going on and be realistic with it and not just like scream everything is systematic racism and you need to give us more money so we can fix it like the people that were actually you know going out of their own pocket to go do something about it they never supported any of those motherfuckers like the whole thing has been a scam from the get-go but and somehow they managed to pull the pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes especially a lot of black people who sent them money only to have them go bankrupt. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, well, that, that's a good point. Not only did they not do anything with the money towards them, they didn't even fucking try. You know, it, it was a great example of just, just like this virtue signaling bullshit where you just score these cheap points. You don't actually accomplish anything. You don't even attempt to accomplish anything. You just, you know, scream. You're angry and you scream stuff out, these platitudes that mean nothing. And it's like, oh, institutional racism, white supremacy, blah, 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 accomplishes nothing. It, it, it accomplishes worse than nothing because it does damage. It damages the situation. It makes everything worse. And there are, like you said, there are people that are going out and trying to, you know, fix these problems that we have with policing. And I'm not exactly sure what the solution is, but I, I know what the solution is not. And it's it's not Black Lives Matter. Nothing they did um, was productive. They didn't even attempt to do any of the heavy lifting or or um, come up with solutions to problems. They just fed off of people's fucking anger and frustrations and, and got rich off of it and blew all their fucking money. Well, and you know, on the topic of everything being racism, uh, I think you had sent this. I think you had sent this article or thing about this, uh, the TikToker who. Ah, uh, like, yes. Yes. If, if, if people, uh, yeah, anyone can just walk into my house and I don't give a shit. But if, if they're a person of color, then I'm going to be upset about it. <laughs> That's this fucking idiot's argument. This is some fucking British guy, I guess. He's been going around filming himself, committing all sorts of fucking crimes. Like, and he thinks it's funny. It's like the least funny goddamn thing on the face of the earth. Like the, the first one I saw is him just walking into somebody's house. And it looked like a nice house too. I don't know, somewhere in London or something. But he just walks in 
and, and like sits on the couch and is like just being a fucking douche. And he thinks this is hilarious. And then and then he leaves. And then I saw him steal somebody's dog. Like he walked up to this old lady and just like picked up her dog and ran away with it. He walked up to a couple of other people and would ask him if they wanted to die. He's got like a balaclava on his face asking him if they want to die. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is right there in the article. Yeah. And, and pulls out like a fucking dude. This this kind of shit will get you fucking killed, at least in America. Like you walk into my fucking house. I'm shooting you. I'm fucking at the very least. I'm, you know, I'm fucking throwing back the hammer. <laughs> I'm cocking that gun. Uh, I'm pumping the shotgun. And you've got you've got a yeah, you've got a couple of fucking seconds to get the fuck out before things get real, real messy, real fast. And I, I hope there wouldn't be a fucking jury in the country that would convict me. I mean, this is bullshit, dude. And his excuse um, was uh, again, just like this. It's driving me absolutely crazy. We talked about it with Jada Pinkett with, when her fucking brutal fucking Netflix movie tanked. She got the worst rating ever. Uh, it's because of white supremacy. It's because of racism. And yeah, uh, the, the only reason people didn't like what this guy was doing was because we're all just a bunch of racists. Yeah, obviously. Or, or it just was unfunny, stupid, and fucking dangerous. How about that? Remember the videos? It's been several years ago now where there was a guy that would like dress up in uh, like traditional Middle Eastern like turban and and robes and stuff like that. And then like run into a crowd and like drop a backpack and then take off running. And that dude ended up getting shot because somebody thought that he was like legitimately dropping, throwing a bomb into a crowd and somebody shot his ass. Like you fuck around, you're going to end up on the wrong end of some of this shit. There were some videos of some like black kids that were... Uh, going up to a car with like a uh, like a gas jug and take the lid off of it and start pouring it on somebody's hood and it was just water but like one guy got out of the car and pulled the gun and he was like are you trying to fucking die and they're like it's just water it's just water he's like you better get the fuck away from my truck yeah oh, okay what like why do people think that's even funny that what would be funny is if they get shot for doing it that would make me laugh i wouldn't lose a fucking ounce of sleep over this if somebody fucking pop this kid for walking into their house or stealing their fucking dog, like pretending to steal their dog. I would have ran that motherfucker down and beaten the ever loving shit out of him. And he's not, I don't care if he's fucking black. He's not faster than me. Even at my advanced age of 38, I would have fucking caught that guy before he even got uh, 50 yards away from me. And I would have beat the ever loving shit out of him. And it would have felt so fucking good. Oh, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Well, it was a stupid fucking joke. And this is what you get for it. I'm so tired of these fucking kids, man. They're just fucking ruining everything. There was that thing in Chicago. There was like a flash mob that stormed this fucking uh, carnival that they were having in Tinley Park. It's not really the city of Chicago, but the Chicagoland area, whatever. These fucking brats, dude. They're running around with no respect for anything. And then when... Yeah, when they get fucking busted for it or there's some negative repercussion. Oh, it's not their fault. It's the society. We're the ones that are at fault here. Fuck you, you fucking brat kids. Uh, they need to be taught a goddamn lesson. I've had it with this shit, man. It's uh, it's unbelievable. And I know I sound like Pops Profita here, but this is bullshit, dude. It's fucking bullshit. And somebody needs to smack these kids upside the head. I've had it. 
kids these days don't get their ass beat enough. That's why every so often, whenever he's not paying attention, I just punch my son in the shoulder or in the chest. He's like, why did you hit me? I'm like, because you need to know that life is going to come at you fast and hard, and it's not going to pull its punches. So I don't pull mine. He hasn't figured out to be on the ready all the time yet, but he also doesn't do a whole lot of really stupid shit. So, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, it, it really is. Un- oh, I guarantee you, uh, I don't know where this kid's fucking dad is, but he's, I'm sure he's not around. I'm sure a bunch of these uh, kids, these fucking hooligans that are running around destroying shit, robbing stores, these flash mobs, their parents are not around. Um, I don't know what their parents are doing, but they're not raising their fucking kids properly. And they're not beating their asses enough is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, even if you're not going to beat their, like you have to discipline them somehow. And if you're not around to teach them fucking values and, and show them, you know, this is how you live in a civilized society. Uh, they're going to get, like you said, they're going to walk into the wrong house. They're going to steal the wrong dog. They're going to prank the wrong person and they're going to pay the price for it. And then there's going to be fucking riots because uh, racism, obviously. Uh, no, we just don't have any tolerance for these fucking pricks. That's all. If, if a fucking white guy was running around doing this shit, I'd feel exactly the same way. And I would chase him down and beat the ever-loving shit out of him, too, for trying to steal my dog. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show or not, but, like, in Brazil, they have, uh, like, roving bike gangs. Like, um, more or less, they're on, like, dirt bikes or mopeds or stuff like that. But I, like, ride around and, like, um mug people and steal wallets and phones and stuff and the brazilian government has admitted that they do not have the ability to police this so they more or less gave free run to the citizenry to take care of it and so now you see videos all the time like it's one of my favorite things to find on twitter is to find the videos of like these these guys on their bikes like run up and like knock somebody down and steal their steal their uh, phone or steal their purse or something and then jump back on the bike and then you see a car come like barreling through out of yeah. nowhere and just crush them delicious like, that's that's the kind of shit that if if they keep letting these kids do this dumb shit like you're going to start seeing that and and uh, like i'm not a big proponent of more police or more you know government involvement and shit but if you don't want vigilante style like mowing people down in the street for doing dumb shit and threatening other people then like something's got to be done because it's going to work itself out one way or the other and it's not going to be pretty right well and like you said there is just no way to police that <laughs> like because it, it it happens in a second you have to be there right at that moment um to be able to defend yourself or to stop that person and so, yeah, more police is not the answer. Arming the citizenry and giving them the ability to fucking defend themselves and their property without fear of repercussion. I mean, we've gone the exact opposite direction in all these retarded liberal cities where they they punish the people that actually fucking stop the crimes, that uh, defend themselves. And it's just what a fucking I can't think of a more destructive policy than to, to go after somebody for defending themselves or their property. And you'll, you'll see this, like these, these lawsuits in the U S where like, like say somebody like walks into your house and you kick the shit out of them. You get sued by that person. <laughs> it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that there's a goddamn lawyer, a fucking these goddamn lawyers that take that case 
and judges that don't just throw it out immediately. And there should be like fucking punishment for even trying to bring that case to court. A uh, a guy that worked for me when I was in Mississippi, his best friend was uh, like tied up in a, a legal case where a guy had broken into his house, uh, beat his girlfriend up. And then he like happened to come home when it was happening, shot the dude and the dude like got out of the house and so once he's like out of the house, it's technically you can't finish him off. Like now it's in the police's hands. Yeah. And so he, you know, the guy got out of the house, the cops show up, they arrest him. He ends up doing like spending years and thousands upon thousands of dollars fighting this case where this guy is suing him for shooting him after he broke into his house and beat his girlfriend up. And and the the police officer like told him in not so many words like you'd have been better off if you just shot him and drug him back into the house like you know don't don't let him get out <laughs> like, yeah right i mean it's fucked up that that's the that that's the scenario but uh, you know when you're in that situation if you let them live you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be the one on the wrong end of getting fucked by this yeah and it's unbelievable that that's the society that we've come to live in this day and age in the United States of America. It's absolutely ridiculous. And these people, the people that fucking promote it, the AOCs of the world, they're they're really quick to jump on all of these like victims, you know. Oh, well, he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh, oh, okay. So he did a moonwalk. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you can moonwalk. Uh, do whatever you want, whenever you want, uh, for as long as you want, whenever. Like, no. 40 Fuck convictions you. who cares yeah he who? did a moonwalk <laughs> oh i'm sorry i didn't realize that you were a really shitty impersonator that changes everything like no these people need to be fucking stopped and the politicians and these pussy fucking uh race baiters and these uh the benjamin crumps of the world where that fucking guy's name is they all need to be fucking stopped too um like it needs to be fought on like multiple front, like in the judicial system, there needs to be fucking uh, punishment for trying to bring these types of cases. Like, yeah, no, sorry. That's a retarded lawsuit. I'm throwing it out. And if you do it again, you're going to lose your goddamn license or something like that. You'll be disbarred. Like I have just fucking had it with all of the, this leniency for fucking just horrible people that are destroying society and their retarded ideas. Speaking of horrible people destroying society and and doing crazy crazy stunts out in public, not that I actually think Alex Stein is a horrible person, but this is <laughs> funny. Alex Stein, you guys see this? It's cut friendly. Yeah, I saw that. We're at checking out their tuck friendly pride collection. That's right, guys. Extra cross coverage, tuck friendly construction. Thank you, Target. No, it is. Yeah, it is. Tuck, oh. Tuck friendly construction. Okay. Well, let's see how tuck friendly it is. Okay, well, you can. Wow, it's so tuck friendly. I love the tuck friendly dating business. I got This is nice. You guys see this? It's friendly. <laughs> extra coverage it does have extra coverage i don't understand this like is he tucked dude if he's tucked right now fucking alex stein is packing man 
Nice bulge on that guy, huh? I don't, I don't think he's I don't think he's tucking it properly. Yeah, I don't think he tucked it right. But <laughs> it's nice to know that the option's there now for all of our kids that, that when we're shopping at Target. Um this is so before this came out, this was like a couple of weeks ago. So a lot of my friends have have like just recently, like they've had kids in the last couple of years. And so like uh, I'm on like texting chains and, he, you know, I'll get like this thing, dude, this was at Target today. And it's like this whole like gay pride, LGBTQ, whatever section where they're promoting all of this stuff. And now this, now they're uh, tuck friendly bathing suits. I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore. This is just so fucking insane i'm almost speechless (laughs) first of all alex stein is fucking hilarious so for those of you that didn't watch the video he goes into target and picks out the tuck friendly bathing suit uh, puts it on and just starts prancing around he starts doing like jumping jacks or something (laughs) running in place like oh yeah i could work out in this and but this is this is where we are now um apparently Tuck friendly doesn't mean what we think it means, according to uh, the, the, these people on the left that are now gaslighting this, because there is um, rightfully so, I think, appropriate amount of outrage uh, towards Target for this. They've decided to pull a lot of these displays in southern states. I guess that's where most of the outrage is. Um, and yeah, I think the Target the CEO kind of came out and and contacted management in certain uh areas and districts and was like look dial it back like quit don't be quite so upfront with this kind of stuff like you're you're going to cause a scene we don't want to i think the actual wording was we don't want a repeat of a bud light scenario like (laughs) i I think it's too late i think is like this this to me is more outrageous than the fucking bud light thing (laughs) on a on a magnitude of uh I mean, like, I don't have kids, but if I did, I'd be like, well, I'm not shopping at Target anymore. Like, that's it. And to be to be completely fair, Target has been doing this shit for the better part of 15 years. Like, this isn't new. They've always had baby onesies and, you know, different, like, kids clothes bullshit that had pride stuff and rainbow stuff and all of that on it like it was it's not like this is new but the the like over the top displays and really promotion of it and stuff like that that's what's kind of become the like the new like one of the like this is this is a little excessive uh they they've always had some pretty gay shit but not not quite to to the extent that uh that they've taken it to here yeah over and the last again and it's always geared towards kids to fucking propagandize them and confuse them and and get them on board with this movement that has just gone so far off the rails like <laughs> i remember talking about it like a, a mother do ago like if i was just the the l uh lgb portion of that fucking alphabet thing I would want to break away from the 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 second half of it because they're fucking these people are fucking crazy, and, and I'm sorry. I like this. Yeah. I like this shirt that the guy's holding up that says "Trans people will always exist." I mean, at least half of them probably won't. Statistically speaking, <laughs> that's some dark humor there. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, that's what I bring. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, putting a display a tuck friendly like what the fuck is going on here? Why are we, why are we, 
I, I just can't believe that this is where we are now. They're they're selling bathing suits for uh for guy for boys to fucking put on women's bathing suit uh, girls bathing suits put on and they got like a little fucking thing that makes it easy to tuck your fucking dong between your legs so you don't look like the guy that you are. Well, now Johnny, as I understand it, there are women who have very large labia and they need to, they need coverage for those. Otherwise, you got you know you got uh, flaps hanging on on either side of your <laughs> yeah of your yeah uh, that that's there. Again, even the most, like perhaps the most outrageous aspect of this is people on the left completely gaslighting this, making me seem like I'm the crazy one. I mean, I've been around for 38 years. Um, I've seen my fair share of female bathing suits. I've been to Target a few times in my day. Never seen anything advertised as tuck friendly for women. Um, like their pussy is just flapping out in the fucking breeze and we got to have this special fucking tuck thing in there to get it under control. <laughs> You're going to get hate mail from somebody that has like massive lips down there. They're going to be like, no, Johnny, you're wrong. I need this bathing suit. I couldn't I, go out in public. I, I feel public. like, I mean, I feel like that just a norm, like that would stay in a normal bathing suit better. I mean, it just makes more sense to me as long as like the elastic is still good on the sides. Wouldn't it just if, if you got a lot of fucking stuff going on down there, wouldn't it stay in better? I don't I don't I don't, I don't but know. I've never seen I, I haven't seen like a lot of wardrobe malfunctions the last, uh, you know, in my entire life. I don't think I've ever seen a pussy just like slip out of a bathing suit, unfortunately. <laughs> like, believe me, I'm looking for it. It's never happened. It, this doesn't seem like it's been a problem for women. I could, yeah, correct me if I'm, ladies, I know we got about uh, maybe nine to 11% of our audience here. Correct me if I'm wrong, if this is a big problem and you need a, a tuck it thing. I don't even understand what the tuck thing is, like tuck friendly. What does that even mean? Is this like the, uh, like the sheen boxers, only four women, like you can... That's what I, I was like. I wonder what the sheath underwear female version yeah, of sheath. this is. I asked, uh, I tweeted about that. I asked Robbie the Fire. I haven't gotten a response yet because I didn't understand. I, I know what the male thing does. The male sheath underwear that I get. They have a whole line for women. And maybe this is what that does. It's a serious half joking question. I have to do some more market research into this. I'll I'll buy myself a pair of, of sheath underwear and buy a pair for my wife and ask her what she thinks about it. And we'll see. Like We'll do some we'll do some actual like home testing on this stuff see see what we come up with maybe maybe there is really something to this tucking bathing suits that we're just we're just completely uh tone deaf on where where are they tucking it i, I still don't understand what's going on here yeah but i don't know the, the idea that I this mean, that this is just how women's bathing suits are always sold and marketed is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I've never seen it before. I don't think anybody, any woman who's being honest has seen this, uh, especially in the children's section. Like, wouldn't this be like a specialty like shop? I, you know, we have like the big and tall store. <laughs> this would be for like uh, <laughs> excessively large labia store. Um, you would think it would be like a special order type of a thing. Like they wouldn't sell enough of it that they would need to carry it in store. It would be like, if you need this, then like, you know, like for me with shoes, like there are certain shoes. If I, if I want like a decent running shoe or something like that, um, I can find them sometimes in stores, but like with the size of my shoe, a lot of times I'm better off to just 
order a pair of shoes like this feels like one of those things that they wouldn't get enough traction selling it to need to carry it in stores would be like if you need the tuck option bathing suit we have it available online at target.com for you know whatever yeah like we uh you know i worked in paint stores there there would always be like odd items that people were looking for and i'd be like oh i can special order that for you if that's what you need it'll get it'll be here in like three days or something you can come back and pick it up <laughs> like I, I just uh I don't think that there's a big market uh for for tuckable bathing suits. Um I, again, I still don't really understand the the logistics of this tuck. Which way does the yeah, I need to see the inside of this bathing suit again. <laughs> Very curious now that I think about it, how this tuck is supposed to work. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of people that just run to the defense of this marketing program and target be like, no, no, this is you guys clearly know nothing about the female anatomy and bathing suits. You've never gone shopping before. You've never done laundry. It's like, no, no, I have. Believe me, I have. I have a lot of experience in this area and I've never seen a tuck tuckable bathing suit before. Never, never seen it marketed never um seen it marketed towards kids specifically and i don't care how many people come and you can't make the argument that kids are going to be doing like water slides and stuff like that like you definitely don't want it tucked if you're hitting the water slide like that's going to make things infinitely worse once you get to the bottom you know like (laughs) end up castrating themselves they won't have to go on uh hormone replace therapy or (laughs) at least it's kind of a um a very specifically targeted thing with target whereas uh what's the north north face is just going like over the top all out with this shit yeah okay so yeah let's watch this north face commercial is this real i you know i was trying i was like i think this is a joke but then like i was reading through like some of the comments and i think it might be real so take this with a grain of salt. We have not verified this. It does seem like a fucking cartoonish. It, it sounds like something from the Babylon Bee. Yeah, it's it is so cartoonish that I'm. I feel like it has to be parody. But at the same time, today, in you know, in you can't our, tell. Yeah, right. It's impossible to tell. It's, everything is Dennis. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual, and today I'm here with the North Face. We are here to invite you to come out. In nature with us. Wow, this is nice. We like to call this little tour the Summer of Pride. This tour has everything. Hiking, community, art, lesbians, lesbians making art. Last year, we gay saw shade across the nation and celebrated pride across the nation with hundreds of you across the nation. This year, we're back, back, back again with two new stops. Atlanta, GA. Why? Because you're there. In Salt Lake City, we're coming for you. Of course. This year, all these fabulous speakers will be coming from inside this TV to a nature near you. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LGHG TV community. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure this is fucking real. The, it the feels summer like a JP Pride. Sears. It feels like a JP Sears bit. <laughs> like you got the they got the ginger and everything, you know? Yeah, he still got a fucking mustache. <laughs> like, dude, at least wax your fucking mustache. Um, I I don't understand, dude. Something is going on here. 
like what i mean i guess north face probably does a lot of this kind of shit just based on who their clientele would be i'd imagine that this wouldn't piss off a lot of their clientele but why are more and more companies continuing to do this like I get like a while ago, maybe a few years back, it would like create some buzz or whatever. And people get, they get you talking about your company. But when you're a major fucking brand name, like you don't really need people talking about North Face or Bud Light or anything like that. I don't see the benefit to it. And now seeing what the fucking disaster that was Bud Light, I can't, I don't understand why more and more companies are coming out and doing things like worse than Bud Light. <laughs> Like what, dude, something is going on here and it's a big fucking movement towards, I'm not exactly sure why they're doing it, but it's not about um, advertising. Well, it's like with, with Bud Light and with North Face, especially with those two, like not so much with Target because they've always been fucking gay, but with Bud Light and North Face, like your, your, your main demographic is like rednecks and frat boys and like dudes and you're gonna market this shit like that's not gonna go over real well like how how do you expect this to to fly and then like what you've got uh bud light is still in the midst of uh damage control and failing miserably at it because like everything they do just works against them like now they've They've tried to go like with an about face and they put out the camouflage cans and they had the Clydesdale commercial. And I, I loved that Clydesdale commercial. That was fucking amazing. But it hasn't changed. Like, I'm still not drinking Bud Light. Not that I like I never drank it to begin with. But, you know, if somebody handed me one, cool. But I wasn't like going out to buy it. Yeah, but, they're, like, not, they're you not getting your money. Right. It's... Since, since I've done all this, it hasn't fixed anything. In fact, now they've got the the lgbt community turned on them as well so like yeah not, not it's only a, it's a not great <laughs> yeah dude it's a fucking hilarious position for them to be in and there's there's no excuse for it I, i'm sorry like you you guys are just fucking idiots you shouldn't have done this there's no way you can make up for it you can't come back from it you can't come back from something like that you just can't do it anymore because if you try to apologize then it's like it, it's just so fucking superficial like even they, they've issued these like statements that aren't even like apologies but they just sort of like try to play to their base now and talk about all these rednecky things where they're just like america and the military and man stuff and it's just like now you're just fucking patronizing us and you're walking it back from the lgbtq i plus community so they're upset you you've put yourself you've painted yourself into this fucking corner and there's there's nothing you can do all right yeah i don't feel bad for you but the, the this fucking north face thing like what the hell is going on and yeah june's coming up so that i guess that's pride month right as if yeah. every month now isn't just fucking an ass full of gay pride stuff <laughs> It's like June is just has to go exponentially more than that. So apparently they did one of these uh, like North Face did one of these ad campaigns in 2022 as well. And it flew under the radar, which the the, the commercial is uh, it's pretty fucking gay, but it's a lot less over the top than what this one was. It's uh, but I mean, yeah, it's still. Yeah, I guess this is something that they've. I mean, I I get I get the initial impulse for like a gay pride parade or whatever, like thirty fucking years ago. Okay, 
um, now, if dude, if I was gay, I'd be embarrassed to be part of this movement. Like, I feel like they've it's had the opposite effect now. Like, why would you want to be part of this fucking this weird thing where you're stripping in front of kids and the people are walking around like fucking molest, like rubbing up on fucking kids and having kids stuff dollar bills in their pan, these tranny reading hours. I don't want to be a part of that if I'm gay. I, I, that does not make me proud to be gay. In fact, if I came out, I would have to like explain, like, listen, I'm gay, but I'm not part of this like crazy fucking weird part of the gay pride thing. Like, I'm not like yeah, that. Right, see, I'm all just a normal people? person who likes dudes. <laughs> like, see all of these people, I'm not associated with them. It's it's like being a it's like being a conservative versus being like a a Q person. Like, you have to yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, they've gone too far with it. And now it's like I would be instead of having pride of being gay, I would have I would be ashamed that I'm now lumped in with this fucking circus freak show. I don't understand why we don't have a YouTube channel anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Said too many accurate things. Oh, my God. But yeah, I just I don't understand why. Like, so I don't know what's going to happen to North Face. Um, I don't have to worry about buying the, those kinds of fucking clothes anymore. I'm not doing winters ever again. But like, I guess you go to Patagonia now. What are the other fucking? I don't even know winter I, clothing brands. Uh, I have I have a north I have a North Face jacket. Uh, I take that back. I have two. One of them that I wear for hunting because my mom got it for me when I was in high school, and then I've got another one that she got for me for like my birthday a few years ago. I've never bought anything North Face. Uh, so I don't really, usually I get like mossy oak or, or uh, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I North know. Face, I always think of just like fucking, uh, like chicks in Chicago would always have like a North Face jacket or something like that, you know, some classy broad in in, in the city, you know, liberal, early you know late 20s early 30s where's north face or somebody on like the west coast you know like they're probably big in like portland and shit like that Seattle. it's definitely a little too a little too high brow a little too high dollar for uh a real redneck like me but yeah, yeah i can see the i can see the people who want to come across as rugged in the city wearing that kind of shit <laughs> yeah oh man uh unbelievable yeah <laughs> that commercial is cartoonish and but yeah, it's I'm pretty sure it's real. I just I did like a quick search to see if they're actually doing this pride summer of pride thing, and they are. Yeah, that's uh, their thing, summer of pride. When all, all right. the uh the Bud Light stuff was coming out, and then people were talking about all these other like liquor companies and alcohol and beer companies and stuff, and their history of doing all the pride shit. I went and I went to my companies like LinkedIn and different social media stuff and just ran through like all of their June posts from last year and not a single one. I'm like, all right, I kind of feel better about the company I work for. We'll see how this year goes. But I mean, as the, the, uh, the gay trickle always happens eventually, but well, at least up to this point, they've been doing pretty good. You see that shoe? I'm about to stab somebody. Yeah, I noticed that. It was distracting me. <laughs> for those watching the video, Oh man. Um yeah, I just I really I I don't understand why anybody would want to be associated with that movement anymore. I I don't understand why it's a source of pride for people. 
I never really understood why you'd be so proud of like what you're doing in the bedroom or whatever. But um, now, especially nowadays, I would just not want to be associated with it. There's too much weird shit going on and it's embarrassing. And like, I don't know, there's something about some, uh, a mustached, a mustachioed dude walking around in like some fucking dress with dyed hair that calls himself Patagonia. Um, prancing around like I don't get it I'm not proud to be a part of that and I don't think you should be proud like these people look like fucking clowns like they look like lunatics I don't understand why why they're what they're so proud of you should be proud of like accomplishing something with your life not just like oh I like I like to dress up like a woman or I like to dress up like a man or I like to make out with men like what are you so fucking proud of i don't understand somebody try to explain this to me right like do something with your life like run for fucking president yeah (laughs) that's right we got we got desantis is gonna announce on twitter dude this was just a fucking abortion of an article from vanity fair um (laughs) this best levin chick um, I, I looked through some of her previous articles just because I've I'd never heard of her. And I, I read this fucking headline and I was just like, wow, this is just a terrible, terrible take on this whole thing. Ron DeSantis will formally announce his 2024 bid with Elon Musk because apparently David Duke wasn't available. <laughs> like that's what fucking passes for humor uh, on the woke left these days. Um, by the way, it's a weird wording of it. It's, it almost makes it sound like Elon Musk is his like VP pick. Right. <laughs> He's announcing his 2024 bid for president with Elon Musk. Like, I do like how Elon Musk is like now replacing mainstream news outlets as like the like Elon is now the person that people go to to make their announcements and stuff like that. Like he's not coming out on MSNBC or CNN or Fox. He's he's going to do a thing with Elon where he sits down and announces and formally announces his 2024 yeah. presidential campaign. It's a like, pretty big. Yeah, it's a pretty big shift in, in the thing in the, the way we used to do things. We're watching cable news die another fucking death, like death of a thousand fucking cuts or whatever. It's just like. This did not used to happen. You would call, you know, you'd have a big fucking thing on Fox News if you're a Republican or CNN if you're a Democrat or maybe MSNBC, probably not MSNBC. Um, And, you know, Trump would come down the escalator and make this big announcement or have a fucking rally that all everyone's covering. He's like, no, I'm going on fucking Twitter. It's a big shift. It's a big fucking shift. And then it's just hilarious to watch the left turn on Elon Musk. Who, what did Elon Musk do to lose their fucking, their support? Because, you know, five, six years ago, he was the fucking man with his electric cars. And, he bought Twitter. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. He bought Twitter and he started talking about using the platform for legitimate free speech and not censoring people and not controlling the narrative and just letting it be a real free speech platform and as soon as he started talking about that and as soon as he started talking about buying it in order to do that because he had a problem with all the censorship that's when they turned on him because their ideas can't withstand any level any of scrutiny. Scrutiny. yeah they're right 
and they know that the opposing ideas have to be silenced. Otherwise, people will start figuring out. Yeah, oh, shit, it's, it's very right. compelling. Yeah. But that makes you a, a neo-Nazi sympathizer. So, yeah, he's planning to formally jump into the 2024 race in a conversation on Twitter with Elon Musk because apparently other neo-Nazi sympathizers weren't available. I tried clicking on some of these fucking links when she just makes these outrageous claims and they're all behind a fucking paywall. Um, I don't know what that neo-Nazi sympathizers link is going to go to. Um <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and click on it. Oh, it's two different ones. Yeah, let's see if it goes anywhere. I'm, I don't suspect that it will. It'll it'll spin out forever. Uh, since Elon Musk takes Musk's takeover, Twitter has seen. Uh, uh, it's this. <laughs> since Elon Musk takeover, Twitter has seen rapid rise in Gen Z neo-Nazi anti-Semitism. A new study shows this study was also. I think widely debunked as being completely bullshit, <laughs> but significant. Yeah. Um, much of them, uh, Kanye West. <laughs> okay. A uh, significant increase of 136% in toxic comments, threats, and identity attacks and tweets pertaining to Jews on the platform. Uh, furthermore, the data suggests that the influx of extremist activity on Twitter began far before West's statements uh nick fuentes yeah okay <laughs> whatever dude yeah um all right <laughs> yeah um oh yeah tucker carlson because he's having tucker on and tucker carlson has the great replacement theory um that if you remember more than like 30 seconds ago Every fucking liberal Democrat was talking about replacement theory. Like they came up with it. It's been their game plan for the last uh, 15, 20 years. Minimum. <laughs> well, and, and, and Elon is also a neo yeah. Elon's also a neo-Nazi sympathizer because he he made uh he made jokes about George Soros being Magneto. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is again hilarious and kind of accurate. Um, yeah, this whole, <laughs> it's very positive. That's what he wants to align himself with. Yeah. Just what a dumbass fucking take. And then if you scroll down, it's not even an article. There's like one more paragraph or something and then it's over. Not even a paragraph. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, just a reminder, DeSantis presidency is as terrible a prospect as the Trump one. I clicked on that one and that's behind a paywall. I wanted to see what um, what was going to make it worse than than a Trump presidency? Because I thought Trump was like literally Hitler. So what is that? DeSantis is like fucking Stalin or Mao. <laughs> yeah, I may have to do. Uh, I may have to read through this. I, I actually do have a vanity. Oh, I thought I still had a Vanity Fair. No. Yeah, we'll find a way to get. We'll find a way to get around the paywall eventually. Yeah, to get her deep insight into it. Yeah, I really like uh, her takes on things. And then I read her little bio. If you, you scroll down at the bottom, I think it gives a little bio of her about how hilarious she is and how good her takes are. Yeah. Bess Levin is a politics correspondent at Vanity Fair, an essential voice of our current tra tragic comedy. She is an inc incisive, hilarious daily narrator of the horrors that never seem to stop. If you need catharsis in these terrifying times, or even if you don't, she is a must read. You can follow her at blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, and if you go through her archive and like read some of the shit that she's written, oh my God. I yeah. I recognize the name because I've actually 
read a few of her articles just to mock her and how insane she is. Uh, she's a doozy. I mean, yeah, and you can actually just there, tell the the just the little cartoon rendition of her face. You can tell that she's that that person. Vanity Fair, The Atlantic, and Salon have at least a couple like this on their staff that are just like absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. It's yeah, um, and just insuff- insufferable people. <laughs> just like hilarious. Like, dude, that girl couldn't make me laugh if her life depended on it. Couldn't do it. Like, she thought that's a, a hilarious headline because obviously uh, David Duke wasn't available. <laughs> okay. Um, no, not funny. She's about as funny as that stupid fucking kid running around taking people's dogs and walking into their house. Hilarious. Um, also, I don't think that the people that are hilarious have to talk about how hilarious they are in their little bio. <laughs> you, know? you don't yeah, need you to don't, persuade you don't. people. If you're actually funny, you don't have to like persuade them. They're like, no, I'm funny. Believe me, just read my stuff. You'll laugh. I promise. Yeah, I don't think Dave Chappelle spends a lot of time telling people how funny he is. He just does the jokes. Yeah. And they tried to cancel him for his uh, LGBTQ jokes. That was the most ridiculous of them of them all. Like when they went after Dave Chappelle for what he said on that comedy special, like there was nothing that could be construed as anti-trans or LGBTQ whatsoever in that. But they because he was using it to make a comedy special, they went after him. Like yeah, can't was, joke about it. There's nothing funny about these people. They're they're totally serious. Uh, they should be taken serious. They have well thought out positions on everything. Like <laughs> the funniest part about all of this is how up uh, they. This is like something these people have obsessed about this topic their entire life. Every fucking moment of their life is dedicated to just seeing the world through this prism, this rainbow colored prism. And then just obsessing about it at every moment. And then you just yeah, ask them like simple questions this. and they haven't thought about any of this. Like, what, dude, what the fuck is like, how are you supposed to take a person like that seriously? Would you like, I don't care. Like he can go at uh, she, whatever they can do, whatever the hell they want. But like, I wouldn't want you to do anything for me that would like that I would consider serious. Like maybe you could make me a cup of coffee or something. Uh, you could, you know, if you were my like wait waiter or waitress, like, okay, yeah, I guess you could, I could trust you to bring me my food, but like anything serious, I wouldn't, I would not, I don't take you seriously. I just can't, I guess I'm a transphobe. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it's just, if you saw that person walking down the street towards you and you didn't like double over laughing, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it, it, it's like a Halloween costume or something. There's permanently in costume. <laughs> no, like I, I can't imagine just taking them seriously on anything. But if you ask them serious questions about their gender identity or anything like that, they, they, their whole thing just fucking falls apart. It's like you would think if you've obsessed about this your entire life and this is like your identity and everything, you'd be able to answer like simple questions and your entire argument wouldn't just like fall flat on its face when I ask you a simple question. Or even just, you know, I think I saw uh, somebody on Twitter, it might have been, I think it was Dave Smith, just like, 
what what rights don't trans people have today because they're they're always like trans rights or human rights it's like all right what rights do don't they have that the rest of us do have no. and nobody can ever answer crickets. that question because crickets. Because they, we all have the same rights. They, what they want is special privileges. They want privileges uh, bestowed upon them because they identify a certain way. There's no rights being taken away from them. There's none. You don't lose any rights when you become when you start dressing up like a woman or a man when you're the opposite sex. Unless you're wanting to compete in. Uh sports of the opposite sex in which case you might get that right taken away from you but you never had that right to begin with if you were a biological man you had the right to compete against other men not against other women yeah so like i said and 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 in some states and cities like they they actually get that extra right that extra privilege they can go beat up on the opposite sex or get beat up depending on which <laughs> not seeing a lot of uh trans men competing in men's sports did i get that right i get confused with this thing i'm not sure which one is i don't know who's more confused you or them <laughs> you don't see a lot of biological women dressing up like men and trying to compete in men's sports i put it that way and like there was one situation i can't remember where it was it was like a wrestling thing uh where it was a biological woman who was forced to compete against other biological women, but she had been like on testosterone and stuff for for a while because she was transitioning. And it's like, okay, like at that point, that's a like that's illegal for the sport. Like you're on you're on steroids enhancing drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you shouldn't be allowed to compete. Period. Because you're on performance enhancing drugs like this. It's so funny that it's like you have to admit that it's performance enhancing to have like more testosterone. <laughs> Crazy. Oh God. What a fucking clown world we live in. What do we have anything else in the stack today? I think we uh, I think we ran through everything we have for today. Did we? All right. Well, that's good because we're we're coming up on about an hour, aren't we? Oh boy. Yeah. Um well, yeah, so we didn't really talk much about DeSantis's presidential run. <laughs> Maybe just you have any thoughts on on that? I would rather he didn't. I don't I don't like him as a presidential candidate, at least not in at least not in 2024. Um I don't I don't particularly care for Tim Scott as a presidential candidate for 2024 either. I, like let Trump have his rematch with Joe Biden. Like there's no reason for anybody else to get to to get into the field and muddy the waters like let's let's see how this thing shakes out and and let let them go toe to toe like uh rfk running as a democrat is uh, that's a cool twist to that side but they're not going to give him the time of day like they're not going to actually put him on a stage and let no, people they're, they're going to ron paul him for sure oh yeah yeah uh, so I, yeah, i'm not <laughs> we got that we did get the the trump nickname for desantis he came out with tiny ron because <laughs> he's only five seven <laughs> yeah i don't know how you can be the leader of the free world if you're less than five ten but yeah that's why i can't be president <laughs> uh tiny ron that's 
God damn it. Chump already won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will be interesting to see them kind of go at it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he's really doing it. I, I don't think he beats Trump. And I think Florida is better off having him as a governor. But yeah, it'll be, I don't know. I guess it'll, at the very least, it'll be entertaining. So we got Trump, we got Tiny Ron. Um, who else do we have, Ron? Is there anybody else in the... Tim Scott announced. Tim Scott. And then we, we don't know who the libertarian candidate's going to be yet. They'll they'll decide sometime in early 2024. <laughs> uh, that, that headline with uh, DeSantis announcing with Elon Musk reminded me of Bill Weldon. <laughs> Okay. Um, what's his name, dude? Oh, Jesus. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. When he comes out and he's like, I'm Gary Johnson and I'm running for president and I'm Bill Weld and I'm running with him. <laughs> Just like, wait, wait, you guys are both running. Like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> oh God. One of the most embarrassing libertarian campaigns uh, up until, you know, the next one. <laughs> like, and you had Joe Jorgensen, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this year, but or next year, but um, yeah, gonna be an interesting one because uh, again, Joe Biden is not going to campaign again. He might be the the only president to get elected twice back to back without campaigning at all. And uh, if that doesn't make you wonder whether or not they they have these um, elections in the bag already, I don't know. Like, don't worry about it. You don't have to give a speech. You don't have to debate. It's in the bag. We're going to make sure you win this one way or another. Uh, they they for sure um, are going to Ron Paul Kennedy. And then you have Marianne um, Williamson. Williamson. She's not, you know, she's not a serious person. (laughs) And then I don't know. uh, Everyone thought that um, what's his name in California was going to run Gavin uh, Newsom. Gavin's too busy busy chasing DeSantis's dick. He, he can't, he can't take time out of, out of trying to, trying to get people to move back to California who already left to go to Florida. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. And just, you don't get a lot of challenges to the incumbent, you know, a democratic incumbent, you're not going to get a lot of challenges to that. So you're not going to have Bernie Sanders. You're not going to have any of the, you know, Pete Buttigieg or any of these other fucking awful people. God, what a, how bad was the democratic primary in 2020? (laughs) Oh my God. And uh, Beto O'Rourke, what's that guy doing these days? I think he's finally been put out to pasture after losing again in Texas running for Senate or whatever. I think they, or maybe he ran for governor this last time. I can't remember whatever it was he ran for. He didn't even, I think he's scratched like 30% of the vote. And I think they finally like ran his ass out of town Uh, about like Stacey Abrams. Like they, they've continued to try to make Stacey Abrams and Beto a thing for like the past eight years. And, and I think they finally figured out that like, 
no matter how much you want us to want them, nobody wants them. You so. can't force it. You can't force something like that. You just have to wait for another Obama to come along, like somebody that can actually give a good speech. You you can't just shove these like awkward, um, uncharismatic people in front of us because they're uh, the right skin color or the right gender, uh, or they've changed their name to make them sound like a Mexican. Like, <laughs> Robert Francis O'Rourke, you fucking Mick, dude. You're a goddamn Mick. Get the fuck on here with Beto. Anyway, <laughs> we better get out of here. We've been going too long. Uh, we're gonna do a a Thursday night happy hour this week at. Uh, are we doing it at six thirty? You doing? tell me what time you want to do it, and I'll set it up. Let's do it at. Well, six thirty is kind of early for people on the West Coast, isn't it? All right, let's do it at 7.30, 7.30 Central Time. Thursday, we'll get uh, the happy hour going. Friday, we'll be live again at our usual time. And uh, I should have some stuff coming out in the Substack for those of you that are subscribed this week. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Anything you got to plug? Uh, not this week. I got, I got some stuff coming up next week, but I'll announce that on Friday. Cool. We'll link to everything in the description. Do all that for us, and we will be back on Friday with a brand new episode for you. Until then, you know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.